Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to another episode of The Kind Mind Project. If you're new here, hey, I'm Emily. How the heck are you? I'm glad you're here. And if you listened to the podcast last week, you know that we talked about the weight of a problem versus the energy of the response that we give it, right? And I went straight to Instagram and I said, hey, what do you need to hear from me this week? And many of you, many of my honey heads said, you know what? Yeah, I am able to see the weight or the energy that I can give a problem, but I need some kind of systematic way to be able to process through it. I find myself spiraling. I find myself um, giving it way more energy than it needs to. I find myself being really inefficient when it comes to finding the solution of whatever that may be. No matter what the level or capacity that problem is, I find myself not being able to do that as efficiently as I would like to. So here I am with hopefully a solution for you. And I call this the six hat solution. Now I call that for a number of reasons, but you may have heard of the six hat solution before. And essentially what this means is that I kind of need to wear six different hats to work my way to the solution. Granted, there are going to be problems in our lives where we're like, yeah, that right there, that's that's the end all. That is the outcome. That is exactly what needs to happen in order for this solution to be successful. However, there are some of those big life things, some of those um, big life decisions that we're not going to be able to just right then and there make a choice and and trust it. Right, that w- those big life choices are important ones and shouldn't be made on a whim. So, how can we do that in an effective way? We're gonna wear six different hats, okay? Because rumor has it you have a problem that you've been struggling to solve. You have a, a question that you have been looking to answer, and the answer is not super clear right now. So, I'm hoping by the end of this episode today, you are gonna find yourself some clarity. You're going to find yourself some clarity, some perspective, and hopefully a solution that feels doable, right? So here we go. Hat number one that you're going to put on your noggin right now. I want you to look at this situation emotionally. Yes, I want you to look deep at the emotions that it evokes in you. I want you to ask yourself, what do your feelings tell you about this situation? Yeah, is that the sappy therapist in me? Sure. But I want to get those emotions out of the way. So let's ask ourselves right now, let's think about this situation emotionally. What are your emotions telling you? What is it bringing up for you? Maybe some of those emotions are getting in the way of our problem solving. So we need to give them the attention that they're asking for. They're trying to tell us something. What are your emotions communicating to you right now? So we're going to put on that emotion hat. 
And then we're going to take our emotion hat off and look at the situation objectively. You got the emotions out of the way. We know what our emotions are trying to tell us. We're feeling those for a reason, but let's look at the facts. What are the facts of the situation? What are the facts? No opinions, no interpretations, no perspectives. What are the cold and dry facts of the situation? The facts of the problem. Write them out if you need to, but let's look at this also objectively. So one, we want to look at it emotionally. Two, we want to look at it objectively with that really logical lens. What are the facts? How can we look at this objectively? And then number three, we want to use a positive perspective. Which elements of the solution that you have in mind will work? What pieces are going to work? Let's look at that first. With the solution that you have in mind to this problem right now, whether that is the solution that you think will be the easiest, the fastest, that's what we gravitate towards, right? Maybe the one that's the most comfortable. What of that solution is going to go well? What can you predict will go well? Do we know the outcome for certain? No, of course not. Nobody does. But what do we know from that solution is going to go well? Number three, let's look at that positive perspective, what we know is going to go well. And let's get a little critical here with number four. Let's use that negative perspective. What elements of the solution won't work? Why is this solution not the answer? We're kind of weighing pros and cons here, right? What gaps does this solution have? What pitfalls could we see happening? Now let's put a little disclaimer on this one for a second. That's not to say that you are going to predict all of the things that could go wrong ever, right? Realistically, what gaps does this solution have? I'm not asking you, well, if I got in a car accident and suddenly my wallet got stolen. No, we're not going that far, but we're saying what kinds of gaps does this solution have? Why might this solution not be? the one that we go towards. So we look at it positively, yes, what is going to work, and we look at it negatively, what gaps do we need to fill in? Why is the solution not the one that's going to work for us? And then number five, I want you to think about this problem and this solution creatively. We got a creative here, right? We found some gaps. So what are some alternative ideas to fill in those gaps? This is when you problem solve. We have addressed the emotions that we have going on. We've looked dead center at the facts at hand. We know what's going to work, what's not going to work. And now we have some gaps to fill in. Where can you get creative? That's not to say that we are going to toss the solution to the curb, but how can we get creative? Really think about the resources you have, the support systems you have. Yes, we're going to look at this realistically, but we're also going to rally the troops a little bit, right? We talked before about levels of a, a crisis or a problem or an emergency or a little hiccup in the road, right? We have all levels of that problem. Now we also have all kinds of levels of support. So get creative in that too. What troops do we need to rally to find a solution to this problem? Because no, my dear friend, you do not have to do that alone. That is not something you have to do alone. But number six, 
your sixth hat that I need you to put on for me is to ask you to think broadly. Now listen, we have really narrowed in and we did it real quick. We did it real quick in the past eight minutes, right? We addressed our emotions. We looked at the facts, but the positives, the negatives, we thought creatively, but now I want you to widen that scope again. Widen that scope all the way out and ask yourself, what is the overall best solution? Now you walked into this thought process with an immediate solution in mind, right? Maybe it was the easiest, maybe it was uh, the one that was most readily available to you, the one that was most comfortable, the one that we thought might be in our gut the right answer. And if that's still the case, great, maybe you got some clarity, but let's look broadly and think overall, what pieces of that solution do we need to keep? What pieces do we need to tweak? What power do we actually have in this problem that we're experiencing? And where does our head need to be in that process, right? I think it's a, a big, big disclaimer here to say if our head's not in the game, when it comes to taking action to find a solution to a problem, don't expect yourself to. Don't expect yourself to get to the right answer if your head is not ready to do that. Don't expect yourself to sit down and do a process like this if your head is not ready to do that. Maybe you're still wearing hat number one. Maybe you're still asking yourself what the heck your emotions are trying to tell you in relation to this problem, and that is okay. If you need to wear hat number one for a while, all right. Maybe you are stuck on hat number four and you're looking at all of the things that won't work. All of the things that won't work when it comes to that solution. If that's the case, that's okay too. But don't sit there for too long. Okay, don't sit there for too long. We know that to get a clear picture, an honest picture of the problem at hand, we need to give each one of these hats its time. There are some that are going to want to stick on our noggin for a while. And there are others that we're going to want to speed through because they're uncomfortable. But we got to give them that time. Maybe you're the kind of person that's like, no, I don't want to look at all of the things that are going to go wrong, Emily. That doesn't make me motivated for change. That doesn't make me motivated to choose a solution and then take action on it. First of all, I hear you. I hear you. But it would be naive of me to tell you, yeah, just ignore the gaps in the road. Just ignore the pitfalls that could happen. I understand it's uncomfortable, but you asked me for a full picture from problem to solution, right? A full picture. So in order to do that, there are going to be pieces that are uncomfortable. There are going to be pieces that we want to speed through or we want to sit in for a while, but recognize that throughout the process. Recognize that. Am I chilling in hat number one land with my emotion hat on? And, and is that turning into wallowing, which is turning into avoidance? Hmm. That makes my head tilt a little bit. Am I taking this process honestly? Am I doing the six hat solution? Or am I wearing one hat and staying in it? So that's my quick and dirty take on it. Okay? When you have been able to look at the problem and say, okay, this is a level three. 
This is a level four. This is a level five. If you haven't done so already, please go listen to our previous episode last week and really get some perspective on what I mean by that. But if you've done that process already, let's take it a step further. All right, I'm experiencing this problem. This is the level of energy I should be giving that problem. But now how do I get to a solution? How do I get to a solution? Well, let's step through six hats. Emotionally, what are your feelings trying to tell you? You're feeling something for a reason. It's communicating to you. Let's look at the facts of that, of that problem and of that potential solution. What are the facts? What do we know could go well or work? And what do we know won't go well or won't work? Let's think creatively and fill in those gaps. And then let's come to a solution. What's overall the best option? Considering the entire picture, what's the best option? And you may listen to this and say, Emily, that sounds so simple. Yeah. But let's also remind ourselves that emotions are involved, right? And you need someone like me to spell it out like this for you because emotions are involved. So let's be intentional. Give it the energy it needs and then work to find a solution. I love you, babe. I'll talk to you soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving. But until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.